What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Liquor Talk. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We happy you made it to 2021. We survived 2020. If you, you survived it, you listened to this, obviously you survived it. So happy New Year. I'm your man, Victor. And this is the first episode of Liquor Talk of 2021. And joining me today, holding it down out of Minnesota. I didn't even know there were Black people in Minnesota. But <laughs> she's holding it down. She's the host of not one, not two, but three different podcasts, ladies and gentlemen. And joining me today for the first episode of Liquor Talk is Miss Scorpion. How are you doing today? Oh, well, that was an exciting intro in the first episode of 2021. I yes. feel special. God, dog. <laughs> yes, yes. It's the first episode it's of awesome. 2021. Well, thank you for having me on the first episode of 2021, bringing the new year in. That, that, that's, that's special, to be honest, to be on someone's first episode of the year. That's, that's special to me, you know, because you could have had anybody else on your podcast. I know there are other people dying to be on the podcast. I know that for a fact that want to be on the podcast. <laughs> and I'm on the first episode of the year. So thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I do not take that for granted at all. So thank you. <laughs> and I appreciate you for coming on because you say people be dying to be on the podcast, but some of them people don't be showing up, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, some, yeah. Some be, I've experienced that. <laughs> yes, you, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. So let's get into it. You are the host of three pod, three different podcasts. So what made you decide to host three different podcasts? Well, all those podcasts are totally different, totally different. When I first got into podcasting, my first um, podcast is Smart Mouth Scorpio podcast. When I first got into podcasting, it was because I didn't necessarily hear my voice. You know, I listened to a lot of podcasts. I used to listen to podcasts all the time, all day while I was at work. And I would hear things. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. I don't agree with that a lot. And I would often think people, some people weren't being um, sincere or authentic. And that's no shade to anybody. I'm just saying what I experienced by listening to the podcast. And so I would be like, well, I know there are other people that feel like me, feel like their voice isn't being heard. And so I created Smart Mouth Scorpio podcast. And that podcast centers around like everything that's affecting Black life and Black culture in America, whether it be van dwelling. I had a van dweller on, whether it be um, politics, news, just different things. And then I was like, well, I really love television. I love television and movies. And I really like reality TV. So that's where the Fix podcast came in, where I would do reviews and recaps on television shows and movies. So then I was like, I like relationships too. And I want to talk about my experiences because I've been through some stuff (laughs) and I want to talk about it and be authentic about it and be honest about experiencing things being played or accepting something that you knew you shouldn't have accepted or ignoring things or signs that you shouldn't have accepted, you know, and that's if it isn't love podcast. And I talk about that and I incorporate music in it because I'm a big R&B music lover. I love country music. I love jazz. And so I created all three podcasts because they all focus on different things. I didn't want to catch all. I wanted to attract people that want to listen to certain things because some things you just want to listen to that thing. You don't want to listen, hear someone's opinion on everything. You may agree with them on some things, but you don't necessarily identify with them in others. And I knew that's the same for me. Everybody's not going to agree with everything I say. 
But there are people that are going to identify with my take on relationships. And then there are people that won't identify with my take on politics, news, culture, and things of that nature. But there are other people that will, if that makes sense. So agreed agreed that yeah. definitely makes sense um but I, that's bold to be holding down three podcasts at yeah <laughs> do you give to other podcasters uh, and holding down um multiple podcasts because um i myself i'm currently in negotiations with somebody that we're going to start another podcast mm-hmm. together um um what's going to happen is we're going to start a separate podcast from our own podcast so that that's going to be coming out pretty soon you know what i'm saying just stay tuned. so so what tip do you give to people to hold down multiple shows okay a lot of that i learned a lot of what i learned was from trial and area but one era but one thing that i know is you have to be organized and be prepared to set your own schedule don't try to keep up with anybody else don't try to keep up with other podcasts some podcasts upload weekly i can't do that I had to learn that with me having so many podcasts and a working person with a full-time job, I couldn't have upload all of those episodes weekly. So like, um, if it isn't love, it comes out on the first and the 15th of every month. That's, that's my upload schedule. Um, smart mouth Scorpio every other week, the fixed podcast. When I feel inspired. I have taken a hiatus from the fixed podcast until this year, 2021, there are new episodes coming out this month. And so I had to do that and organization, organize, organize. I'm an office manager and administrator by, by trade. That's what I do. That's my career. And so having that background to be organized and to know how to write down things and schedule things that has helped me. One more thing I'm going to show you. I just happen to have a head in here. This is my bullet journal. If this is what you need, if you need to write it down, write it down, yeah. write it down. If you need, if you like computer programs, put it in a computer program, put it in a spreadsheet, put it on the calendar. Just make sure you're writing down and you're checking it every day. So you stay on top of things, whether it be your social media posts, your upload schedule, your recording schedule, your editing schedule, whatever it is, you need to write it down. Keep your notebook handy because as podcasters, we have fleeting thoughts and ideas like, oh, I'm going to do this. Be like, I don't need to write it down. I'm going to remember that because that's awesome. I'm not going to forget that. And then you forget it <laughs> until you see someone else has done it. You'd be like, I was going to do that. But you forgot. You forgot to follow up on it because you didn't write it down. It was a fleeting thought. So those are just my tips. Agreed. Agreed. I definitely agree. I definitely have the notes on my phone. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely mm-hmm. using them, utilizing them. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely putting down some so that way I don't forget it because it does happen. You do forget what you're going to talk about because sometimes you can get to an episode and your mind just goes blank. Um, By the mm-hmm. way, shout out to this wine company. I'm sipping on a little Moscato tonight, y'all. If y'all wonder what I'm drinking for the first episode of 2021, you know what I'm saying? So, Talk to me about what what inspired you to host hold down uh, host hold down multiple shows. Like, what was your inspiration for starting the podcast? Because um, it got to be more than just you heard people's opinions and you didn't agree with them. No, that's really it. That's that's really it. And I wanted to help people too by sharing my story. I always say this: people, every podcaster gets on this mic for a reason, and that's to be heard. Now, what's the um, inspiration is or the intent for wanting to be heard is that's something different that that differs from podcaster to podcaster but mine was to have my voice out there 
and to help people so people can identify with me that think like me and like, oh, okay, I identify with that. Like, um, let's say I had an episode on Smart Mouth Scorpio podcast where I talked to some co-wives. They are married to the same man. And yeah, they're married to the same man. So they practice polygyny or polygamy is the mainstream term. And so I wanted to talk to them because I was like, there are other people out there that think like them. They are labeled as crazy or alternative living. And when they're really not, they're just normal people that chose to have this relationship dynamic. And they're just as normal as you and I are. And people put them in a box or a category because they chose to live out of societal norms. They're normal people. And there are other people out there that will identify with them. And then there are people that want to understand what it's like and what it's about. Because some people, when they hear of co-wives or sister wives or polygamy, they think of cult. They think of Salt Lake City. That's not necessarily true. (laughs) Black people you know, what I've learned from doing studies or whatever research and talking to people is that Black people don't necessarily practice polygamy in the same way that um, the people in Salt Lake City did. Those were Mormons. That's why they practiced it that way. These, the Black people that I have interacted with are usually Hebrew Israelite, Muslims or Islamic, you know, diff- and sometimes Christians or sometimes they're, they're, they're just spiritual and they don't, and they're doing it for a fi- uh, a family reason to build family, a family dynamic and to leave legacy and things of that nature to build and leave legacy. And so other, there are other people out there that may think of the lifestyle or may be interested in it, but don't know enough about it or may be afraid to even try it because of what society says and because of the judgment. But seeing somebody else try it and understanding there are other people out there like them that are living healthy, normal lives and thriving makes them feel more comfortable doing so. I definitely can agree with that. Um, I remember we I remember we talked about it on episode 50 or 51 of, mm-hmm. of being in a polynomial relationship. We talked about that on episode 50 or 51 of Liquor Talk. And that was actually the season two premiere back when I was still holding it down with a co-host. And we mm-hmm. both had some interesting perspectives on it. Um, we both agree, kind of agreed that it wasn't for either one of us at the time. So, I mean... It's about to be 2021, so anything is possible. But I mean, what? But if any, what? But I've learned through podcasting as well that you just can't judge a book by its cover. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people that have these conversations that understand these concepts and stuff. So you can never really judge a book by its cover just because of what you think it may be. You know what I'm saying? Because it turns out it's not. It's not what you think it is. And those people are perfectly happy. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Firstly, I'm a little selfish, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. And, and then and then also people think polyamory and polygamy are the same thing. They're not. The only thing that is similar is the multiple. Can you hear me? Uh now I can hear you. It 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 went out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I'll start over and and so 
People think polyamory and polygamy are the same thing. They're not. The only thing similar they have is the term poly, P-O-L-Y, meaning multiple, more than one. Mm -hmm. Polyamory is where um, each person in the relationship can have another partner if they so choose, or they may share a, a partner or multiple partners together, but it's open and everybody knows what's going on. Polygamy is where a man can have more than or a woman can have more than one spouse, but they're not necessarily, that doesn't mean that they're, that the women are intimate with each other. They just intimate with the same man. So when people hear polygamy, they automatically think the, the, the women are sexually intimate. That's not true. <laughs> and so polygamy can also apply to women as well. Cause women can have more than one spouse. If that's the case, if that's the relationship dynamic. Black people in this country tend to practice polygyny more. Polygyny is where the man has more than one spouse, not the woman, not the woman. Mm. So that, that well, thank you for clearing that up because some of us didn't know, myself included. Yeah. So I yeah. appreciate you for clearing that up. So what is something about podcasting you wish you would have known before you got started? Ooh, I wish I would have known just because you record it doesn't mean somebody's gonna listen. <laughs> doesn't mean somebody's gonna listen that there's a lot of work that goes behind getting people to listen to your podcast you have to make sure that they know that it's there and you have to make sure they're interested in listening first of all so just because you create it doesn't mean they're gonna listen and understanding that it takes a whole lot of time podcasting isn't just getting on the mic and just talking it's just not you could do it that way if you so choose but the way that I do podcasting and what, and I want to be informed when I'm talking about something, I put research behind what I do. I actually think about what I'm going to talk about, whether it's on if it is in love or a, the fix where I'm watching a TV show. I put thought behind it because I want to make sure that I'm giving clear thoughts and I have intention behind what I'm talking about. And it comes across in a way that people will understand and hopefully identify with so yeah that's real that's real so what's some big things you look forward to with 2021 you know what i'm saying what you look forward to doing with your pot your podcast with 2021 2021 oh my gosh <laughs> well as i said um for the fixed podcast i will be releasing new episodes and so I will be doing a lot more movie reviews. Some of them are movies that were released years ago, but I want to talk about it. I want to talk about some of the aspects in the movie, some of my favorite characters, things of that nature. It'll be pretty fun. If it is in love, I'm changing up the format a little bit, but it'll still be where love and relationship lessons me storytelling and music. I'll still be sharing a little music and sharing stories um, and having more guests on. Um, Smart Mouth Scorpio podcast, I will be talking more about politics and Black life and Black culture and having more guests on as well. One of my first episodes, if not the very first episode, I'm going back and forth, will be about trauma and how we experience trauma and how we deal with trauma. I will be having um, Latrice on. Um, I met her on uh, at the Afros and Audio um, pod fest, and she's really awesome. And so I will be having her on to talk about that. So we'll be doing a lot this year and um, I hope people will tune in and listen and give it a listen in. 
enjoy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's definitely worth listening because I remember playing a couple of episodes. It's like, it's definitely worth the listen, you know what I'm saying? Now, how Thank does you. a woman from Alabama end up in Minnesota? <laughs> I have been between Alabama and Minnesota my entire life. I'm actually from Selma, Alabama. And uh, I actually live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So both of those places are significant for different reasons, right? Well, for basically the same reasons right now, injustice. (laughs) Injustice right now um, in Minneapolis because of Philando Castile, George Floyd, and so many others. In Selma because of the voting rights um, movement and um, so much more. And so um, I was just blessed to be able to experience both both places and be influenced by both places, um, some good and some bad. But I choose to look at the good, especially when it comes to Selma. Um, that is where my heart is. I love Selma. I learned so much in Selma. I was exposed to so many good things and amazing people in Selma. So yeah, I was. Just, I've just been blessed in that regard. How do you deal with the change in weather? Because I know there's, <laughs> listen, I know there's a change in weather. How do you deal with it? Because I know Alabama has got to be way warmer than Minnesota. It is. It is. It is. It is. Uh, just over the last week and a half, we have we have in Minneapolis have experienced snow. I think three times just in the last week and a half and it hasn't been light snow it's been snow snow like the first night is snow. like for the entire month of December we weren't getting any snow and then in the last week and a half it, it was just like a downpour of snow the first night it snowed it was like it was a snowstorm like it was blowing winds I went out to shovel some snow and the wind blew the snow right back where over where I showed <laughs> that's how bad it was pretty awesome but I just deal with it. You deal with the good with the bad. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> and it's just it's just a different living environment. But I, what I will say, there's nothing like the South. There's nothing around, nothing like being around people like you, people that look like you, understand you, talk like you, understand the language. Do you understand what I'm saying? Enjoy the same things that you do. You know, know yeah. the history. There's nothing like it. So there's nothing like like the South, nothing in the world. There's nothing like Black Southern people. I don't care what anybody says. There's nothing like it. <laughs> there's nothing like Southern hospitality. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. nothing <laughs> like it. It. It's like, because the times I've been up North, like to different cities, I've noticed people are definitely ruder up there. Even I've sure. done podcasts with people up from up North. They cool and all, but some I can tell they can... They can be from up north and they they love talking about the south it's like hey you can't replace the south no matter where you go no and you know the thing with people talking you know making negative comments about the south is your family migrated to the north your folks migrated to the north that's not where you originated your family migrated from the south to the north so you have roots in the south as well so and we influence the culture no matter what people say people from the south influence the culture if you look and this was even before the you know atlanta hip-hop scene even before that we've influenced everything what the food that people in the north like to eat what do they like to eat soul food where'd that come from the south do you understand what i'm saying (laughs) so it's so many things that influence 
you know, where do you learn your manners from? You learn your manners from people that, you, you know, your great grandma in the South, that when you used to go down there during the summer, she would tell you, so you're supposed to say please and thank you. You respect yeah. your elders, things of that nature. So we influence the culture. So I, you know, let them get their little jokes off or whatever, but it is what it is. We know what it is. <laughs> Agreed, agreed. Now, you being from Alabama, is it Roll Tide or War Eagle? Roll Tide all day, every day. That's real. <laughs> Even on the extra day in the leap year. <laughs> <laughs> That's real, because I actually had somebody on that, that I found out they just live in Alabama. They, they couldn't even tell me Roll Tide or War Eagle. They were like, um, I think I'm, just, I'm from another state. I'm just living in Alabama. I, I heard that episode. I heard that episode. I can't remember her name, but... Uh, you back now? Yeah, I'm back. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Um, okay. Lord have mercy. This, this, this Xfinity, I have Xfinity. It is not <laughs> the greatest. So my apologies. What's the last thing you heard? I can, I can kind of. Um, we were talking about Roll Tide of War Eagle, and I was like, um, and you, I think I said I heard that episode. Yeah, I think that's did. where we stopped. Out. I heard that episode. I can't remember the name of the episode, but I remember her saying that her NFL team wasn't doing too well at the moment, but she didn't want to name her team. I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah, she was a Cowboys fan. <laughs> who surprisingly have an answer, who surprisingly have a chance to win the damn division. And also going back to Alabama, they actually won today, you know what I'm saying? So we don't, don't have to hear about it for now, you know. So <laughs> it's, like, it's easier to maintain a dynasty in college than it is the NFL because college ain't got no salary cap. Whatever. As my as my great great niece says, whatever you <laughs> hey, I'm just saying I'm living in Florida and I'm seeing my Florida teams. My Florida college teams play like garbage, and Alabama coming in here getting all the good recruits. Well, that's what Alabama does. They knew what they were doing when they got Nick Saban, and they're doing their best to hold on to him. So, you know, when you have something good, you treat it well and you hold on to it. That's true. That's true. That's definitely true. Even though sometimes in sports we get tired of seeing the same teams winning all the time. So that's why I get tired sometimes. I respect it, but you get tired of it. I'm like, the same teams again? Can we get somebody else in here? Goodness. Well, again, in the words of my niece, my three-year-old niece, she has the saying. She has the quadruples. Well, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) This year, I'm going to say Alabama earned it. Previous years, I was like, I don't know. Oh, you were trying to... Oh, you were trying to undercut. Uh, 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 uh. Shame on you. Don't do that. Uh-uh. I think what we do. I'll give it to y'all. Y'all earned it. We don't do sore losers. We don't do that. You know, you can pout a little bit, but don't be too sore about it. <laughs> That's the way I say. You win some, you lose some. We just happen to be winning right now, and we're going to take the wins, you know? Yeah. And when we lose, we go back to the drawing board. You know, get in the you know get on the field, get the practices right, and then come on the field right. That's the same thing. That's the same thing with podcasting. Sometimes yeah. your episodes, when you're starting off, your episodes are trash. But but the thing with that is, what I have learned for me with podcasting, I listen to every episode, and sometimes I listen to it more than once. You know, after the editing process, 
you know, of course, during editing, you're listening to it because you have to see what you have to edit, cut and slice together to make sure the sound is good and not too long pauses and all that stuff. But after I upload the episodes and they go live, I listen too, because sometimes I'll hear something that I miss because I edit my own episodes or the, I'll hear that I was talking too fast or I have mouth sounds on my podcast. And sometimes I'm like, dang, you could have pulled your mouth back from the mic a little bit there. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, just different things. Or I'll hear that I didn't enunciate well enough, you know, that I didn't say the word completely. Like I, like I don't pronounce the T on the end sometimes. I'm like, okay, well, you could have did that better. You could have said that better. You know, you just listen and you critique yourself because you want your audience to be able to understand what you're saying and to be able to keep up with what you're saying. And I have a list. So I have to make sure that I'm enunciating as much as possible. But when I talk fast, which I naturally do, then sometimes the lisp is more, it is greater. You can hear it more. So those are things that I just noticed. And so I have to go back to the drawing board and remember the next time that I'm recording to speak a little slower and to enunciate more. I, I had that same problem when I first started podcasts. I remember a podcast out of Philly. He, he was like, man, you flying through your episodes. But I also learned it's also the people you podcast with, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you can podcast with somebody that just, they only give one or two word answers. They don't want to sit down and have a long conversation. Mm-hmm. Not throwing any shade at anybody, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm appreciative of everybody, but those are things you notice while podcasting. So I totally feel you there. And I also be playing back the episodes as well. Some of my episodes myself so that way. I'm like, okay, what did I ask them? So that way I don't ask somebody else the same question. So I definitely feel you there. So, mm-hmm. um, but I'll, I'll, I'm hoping for 2021, that 2021, I hit this winning season with this podcast, honestly. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you, you're going to be, I'm pretty sure you're feeling the same way about the podcast for 2021 as well. Mm-hmm. But get, let's get to the NFL for a quick second. So who's your NFL team? Is it the Vikings? No, I'm really not into the NFL that much, to be completely honest with you. I, I'm not into the NFL that much. I'm still in the little bit that I was. I'm That went away with the Kaepernick situation. Oh, so I'm still sore about that. It's like, it's like once I commit to not supporting something because of of an injustice oppression or racism what have you i commit like i still don't go to h&m i love h&m i love h&m do you know i could get like 15 black undershirts for like 20 dollars <laughs> at h&m you know what they have the sales for undershirts They're not, i'm exaggerating a little bit but about 30 40 you know if you got a good sale going on you know you get 15 undershirts to put under your you know your my some black camis or something to put under there but i still don't go i do not yeah, go i, I committed to that and i don't go so it was like you know see, that one was a little easy for me to commit to as well because it's like I really, I walked in HM one or two times. I was like, I couldn't find nothing I like. And then this then this story comes out. I'm like, y'all not helping y'all case, man. Now, see, it wasn't that easy for me because I love H&M. I really did. I could go get some um, some casual office wear and, you know, they have the black clothes. My, my wardrobe is entirely black. And so it was easier for me to find a black, you know, to replace a black pair of slacks or 
a black button down or something if I went to H&M, you know, so it was just easy for me. So I liked it, you know. That's real. That's real. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look and Talk. The more lucky you drink, the better I sound. Happy 2021, ladies and gentlemen. I got Miss Scorpion here for the first episode, y'all. Uh, this is the first of many episodes coming on Look and Talk. So talk to me about being part of the Black Podcast Club. Do you like being a part of it? And- I do. And I must say that I have met some of the best people, you included, on the Black black podcast club it has they have been very supportive um and it's been genuine i haven't experienced any fakeness or any um insincerity or inauthenticity i haven't experienced that um and that's been good for me and so i like that because that's not always the case with podcasting i'll tell you something else something that i want to share with um it's aspiring podcasters or people that are thinking about doing it don't let anyone discourage you when you're asking for critiques when you first start be careful who you ask for critiques from because people will tell you something that will shake your confidence if you're not confident in yourself so be careful with that black podcast club there's none of that i haven't i you know they're always encouraging people like the new podcasters people that are thinking about it i see them encourage people you know, do this, do that. They're, they're offering, you know, um, resources that they found out about and telling you about them, you know? So yeah, I love Black Podcast Club. I wish Black Podcast Club was out when I first started podcasting. Because I don't, because if, if it was, I don't, no offense to my co-host, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I would have ever recruited a co-host had I known them, had I known there was just a community of podcasters that if I need somebody to just hop on a podcast with me, I could just call on one of them, you know what I'm saying? And we'd have better chemistry than someone else that probably don't know shit about podcasting. <laughs> Isn't that awesome when you connect with people that understand where you could talk about the geeky stuff of podcasting and they, and they automatically get what you're saying and understand where you're coming from, even if it's something good or if it's something not so good. They get it. They understand. They offer support. But one thing that that does not happen, you're not going to wallow in self-pity. No, it's all about encouraging. It's all about encouraging. And I love that. Now, have you joined the app called Clubhouse? I have. Hold on. Let me tell you this story. (laughs) I'm tickled by it because I have an iPhone um, right here, but it's not. And so right before I... It's, it's not working. My, my, my screen is frozen. So I can't get any notifications on my screen. I can't go into any apps from my screen. It's some kind of way that I've learned that you swipe up and you can go to apps, but it's still certain stuff that I can't do on the phone because it's frozen. I don't know what's wrong with it. Tried everything anyway. So I had my service transferred back to an old Android. And so somebody gave me a, <laughs> sent me an invite, you know, to Clubhouse you know and I'm like thank you thank you thank you and I try to go in and I can't get in I'm like what the world is wrong it's because I had an android so now I'm waiting on my iphone to come in so I can use that invite to be on there so so look for your so look no I don't so look for your girl this week on there I'm gonna be looking for you and I'm gonna be on there so mark my words (laughs) but no I have not been on there and I'm so 
I'm so ready and anxious about getting on there because I'm like, I want to get on there while everybody's still excited about it. I want to get in there while everybody's yes, still yes, excited and want to network. You know, that's that's when I want to get in there while the excitement is still there and still fresh so I can experience that excitement yes. as well. So, yeah. Yes, it is. Clubhouse is definitely the spot for good networking and stuff. I just wish the two people that I gave invites to had the same energy that you do because neither one of their asses have made an account. I'm like, okay, these wow. are precious invites. What are y'all do doing? They, do they secretly have Androids and just embarrassed to say? No, both of them have iPhones. That's the crazy part. People are selling Clubhouse invites. So what are they doing? <laughs> yes, they are. And it's like, I tried to sell them, but it's like, I still have them, but I haven't found nobody to buy them off me. I'm like, what are people out there, everybody saying is going to buy them? Oh, I'll buy them. I'm like, where the hell y'all at? Shit. <laughs> Oh no, I don't know. I didn't I didn't have to buy mine. Someone was gracious enough to give it to me. I asked and say, ask and you shall receive. Sometimes it's very, very true. <laughs> yeah. And so I asked and I received. Unfortunately, it didn't work at that moment, but I still had the uh, the invite. So once the iPhone comes in, hopefully, uh what is today? Today's Friday, hopefully tomorrow. So okay. yeah, you'll be seeing me. I look forward to hearing you on that. You know, so I look forward to it because, like I said, we be in rooms all the time. So it's it's some it's it's a jungle in there. You get some good, you get some that you're like seriously. Then and then some some rooms you're like black people. We gotta do better. I'm not even gonna lie to you. You have those rooms where you're like black folks. Can we do better? Can we stop with the bash of each other? Can we stop? Oh, no, 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 no. Can we can we allow each other to have an opinion without them taking shots at one another? another? So it's like, now some rooms are productive and stuff. So mm -hmm. it, it's it's just a combination of things. So it's crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Liquor Talk. The more liquor you drink, the better I sound. Any sponsors out there? Y'all want holla at your boy, business people. Holla at your boy, you know what I'm saying? Let's work all 2021. Let's get into some relationship topics as well. How okay. do you feel about okay. People that still keep in contact with exes, even though they say they're moving on from them. Okay. It depends. If you still have feelings for your ex and you're trying to move on, that's not a good thing. Because what you're doing is you're continuing to open that old wound. You're agitating that wound. That's like picking a sore that hasn't healed completely yet. And you keep picking it and pulling the scab off or touching it. That's what that's like. So... I don't think that's a good thing. If you guys have, if you have truly healed from that situation, then sure. If you can, if you can honestly be friends, if you can honestly be friends, that rarely happens. That's like people that, you know, you're, you're fresh in the breakup. You just, just broke up and then you're constantly, but you're still having sex with that person, but you're saying you're trying to heal. Well, you can't heal if you're constant, if you're still having sex with that person, if you're still spending time, if you're still having constantly texting. So it just depends on the stage in which you you are after the breakup. If you're still healing, no. And if you were truly friends before the breakup, b before you got together, you will be friends after you heal if you didn't do too much damage. Fact. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Okay. I stopped. <laughs> Fact, because in a sense, 
it depends on who that person was in that moment. If that person had done the work to change, because I don't necessarily believe once a cheater, always a cheater. I believe a person changes for who they want to change for. I believe like a person can be a low down, dirty person to their ex, but the person that they're with next or the person they choose to be married to, they treat like a pot of gold, like diamonds. Because they have grown and they value that person in a different way for whatever reason that is. I do believe people can change, do believe people can change. But I also believe how you get them is how you lose them. And if you got them in a dishonest way, your relationship will be dishonest in your dealings with each other. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. You know what I'm saying? I definitely, definitely felt that way. And it's like, and back in the situation, I, I swear it crept in my mind, like, um, this person can't stay loyal. So if if I get them and this way, um, I definitely, I'm a firm believer that you get them the same way you lose, you'll lose them the same way you get them. So I definitely agree with you there, ladies. Um, um, you make mm-hmm. a very good point there. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Look and Talk. If you don't know, now you know. What do you say to people that hate their image and that will go through dramatic situations and stuff because of society? Why do, Why does society make so many people hate their image? What do you mean? Like, I've been seeing so many people that they be talking down on themselves and they just so in the eyes of on social media that I see some pretty people talking down on themselves. They're like, oh, I'm not that pretty. I'm this, I'm that. Why do people always seem to find the negative in themselves instead of enjoying their self-image? Or why do they also go to the doctor and get it under the needle thinking that could fix their image? Uh, what I believe is it has a lot to do with how they were if they were invested in as they were growing up, if they were talked positively to, told how beautiful they were or how handsome they were, and if they value what society says a lot. Because if we do look on social media, you will see a lot of images. Like, like when I look on social media, I don't see a lot of people that look like me that are praised as being um, beautiful or gorgeous or good looking. I don't see that a lot. However, I went through a stage when I was younger and I didn't necessarily think I was good looking or pretty or what have you, but I grew into, um, self-affirming myself. And so it just, there's a lot of trauma that goes behind that. There's different stages in my life where I didn't feel it. And sometimes I even still think, oh, I'm, man, let me come across this amount of money. I'm going to get a big old booty. Not necessarily. I'm not going to get no big old booty because then that's going to make my back hurt even worse because I got big boobs. So that's going to make my back because my lower back hurts. So I'm going to just be hurting all the time. <laughs> but the thing is, you have to learn to appreciate yourself. I don't know. I, all I can do is speak for me. And what I've seen with other people, it has to do with if you were reaffirmed as a child, invested in as a child, told to be confident in who you were and that looks aren't necessarily everything. But when you're surrounded by it all the time 
or if you're told you're not pretty or if you're told you're not handsome, then that affects your self-esteem. And if the images that you see aren't necessarily images that look like you, then it will affect you as well. So there's a lot of things that go into that. Ladies and gentlemen, all 2020, you got to take care of your self-image no matter what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard it from your family or anybody, if you listen to this, just know you are one beautiful person. Just look in the mirror, the fact that you woke up, you need to be telling yourself, you need to be affirming yourself that you're beautiful because if you carry that same image, someone someone's going to see it. You know what I'm saying? They're going to see you for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Someone's going to come along and be like, you are really pretty and stuff and you are really mm-hmm. handsome. So always keep yourself up. Always get in the mirror and give yourself the self affirmations and stuff because we're losing too many people to surgery, to dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? We don't need that happening no more. Um, all 2021, you gotta be, gotta be doing better with this, ladies and gentlemen. This is look. I talk. The more look you drink, the better I sound. So go ahead and pour it up if you haven't done so already. We about to close out this episode real soon. So, so Scorpio, what what can people get from listening to your podcast? Ah, uh, my hope is that people will be entertained. They will learn something, and they will be inspired. Those are my things. That, that's that's essentially what I hope for all of them. That's real. Now, why should a person subscribe to all three of your shows? Because they're good. And I put a lot of work <laughs> into those shows. I think um, there's a sh- there. I have a podcast for everybody. I think you're going to like all of them or at least one of them or even two out of the three. So you have three to choose from. And there's something for everyone. I truly believe. I know. <laughs> That's real. I know. <laughs> I put a lot of work into that. Um, I am thoughtful about my topics. I am thoughtful for um, about how I present the topics. Although I am very authentic in the way that I present things. It just is what it is. I'm just going to be me. I have to be me. And that's one thing that I haven't had a problem with is being myself. If you like it or you don't. And that's just the way that it's going to be. I'm going to say it the way that I think it is. I'm going to speak the way that I think that it is. Although I try not to offend anyone. I'm going to say what I want to say. Like I was just talking on um, my last episode of Smart Mouth Scorpio, $908 billion episode. And I called Mitch McConnell a turkey neck ass. Okay, I'm going to say that because I feel like he he is one. Yes. (laughs) Turkey neck ass. I'm going to say that. If I think Trump is dumb, I'm going to say he's dumb ass. I'm going to say that. But know that what I'm saying are my thoughts. And some of it you're going to agree with. Some of it is going to challenge you. Some of it's going to make you go look and want to know more about the topic. That's what I do. That's real. That's what, and honestly, you sound like every podcast, because I think the same way, because it's like, hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not here for the ones, you know what I'm saying, that, or this or that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I I speak my mind, just don't give a fuck, so, okay, <laughs> you because know if you... Damn if you turn in, tune in or not, you know what I'm saying? Because we still going to be great. So I tend to think the same way. So I definitely agree with you there. So, and I do appreciate you coming on the podcast, the first episode of 2021. I I definitely 
Definitely appreciate you for coming on. You know what I'm saying? And whenever you're ready to have me on one of your podcasts, you just let me know because like I told you, everybody, <laughs> um, I might be in Florida, but I'm just one DM away. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. let me know. We'll make it happen. But I do thank you for your time tonight. I thank you for coming on. And I thank you, the listener, for listening to this episode, the first episode of many. So get ready, buckle up, pour it up, because there's going to be more West coming from. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Liquor Soap. The first episode of 2021 is done. You've reached the end of it. I appreciate you for checking it out. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I say sayonara. And continue to pull it up because everything in life is temporary. Just keep moving, keep pressing. We we but we about to take off this year. So go ahead and buckle up for the ride. Thank you for listening. Look, <laughs> okay, you're back now. I tell you this. <laughs> wow. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna this is gonna be the one episode you make me work for, you know. <laughs> Damn you, Xfinity. Yes. Xfinity get better. (laughs) Listen, because I have Xfinity too here in Florida and I'm not experiencing this. So well, it must be here in this in Minneapolis. I don't know. It happens. I'm just like Yeah. But um (laughs) I think you were telling me how unless it's like the relationships, um, we were talking about that. But I will say this, I agree with you what you were saying to a degree. But mm-hmm. if you can be friends with somebody, then good. But it's a rare case because mm-hmm. some people they'll always have that ex to go back to, and it's like, how can you, excuse me, how can you fully proceed with somebody if this ex is always lingering around? So, and yeah. some exes they have perfect timing. They know when the right time to hit you up because honestly, that's part of the reason that sometimes back in the days that's why I was like, okay, now I see why I'm still single because it's like. I'll be talking to somebody and then their ex just comes out of nowhere. Like, seriously? And and why do some people just feel so much comfort in running back to an ex? Like, instead of getting to know somebody new? Because I've heard this conversation as well, that a lot of people would just rather just go back with an ex than to get to know somebody new. I don't know. It's that familiarity. People like familiar. If, if it, it Usually if it's familiar, it's comforting. And so people like to feel good. People like to feel safe. Sometimes even if the relationship isn't safe and it's toxic, but it's what you know, you know what you're getting, you know what to expect. So it's that familiarity and comfort and that safety aspect there. And I just want to jump back to um, being friends with the ex. Now that depends on the relationship dynamic. Some people can be friends with their ex. But if you don't want to be in a relationship with somebody that's friends with their ex, you have every right to say, no, I'm choosing to step back from this situation because this doesn't feel safe to me. And no one can fault you for that. But what you can't do is force someone else that you're choosing to get in a relationship with to not be friends with someone. You can't do that. You can't go in the relationship making demands like that. That's not okay. Because you have the choice to say, to look at the situation and say, nope, this ain't right. Nope, this ain't safe. Nope, history tells me that this is going to end up badly. Use your better judgment and use your, and listen to your gut. Do what's safe for you. Don't worry about how it looks to somebody else because you only have one you. So you have to take care of you and make sure you are safe and you feel good and you are happy. So 
that's why I say it depends on the situation. It depends on the people. So I personally don't feel comfortable being in a relationship or wouldn't feel comfortable being in a relationship with someone that is friends with an ex. And I wouldn't be friends with an ex either. The reason I wouldn't be is because, especially while I'm in a relationship, because that's just, I feel that's disrespectful to the relationship because I've been intimate, presumably intimate with that person in a sexual manner. Agreed. So it's disrespectful. So, yeah. Yes, it's definitely disrespectful. So I, I'm, I'm definitely with you there. It's like I wouldn't be. I'm friends with none of my exes, and it's like everybody I know at times they had just had exes popping up. I'm like, why the hell all y'all exes are all popping up and stuff? And some people they they totally change, you know. What I'm saying when the ex comes around, so I'm like, why everybody have all these exes coming up? And sometimes I feel like I'm the only one that could just effectively. Like cut off an ex. Mm-mm. There's tons of people that, that that can cut off an ex. It just depends on the person. I think people want sometimes want their cake and eat it too. <laughs> That's just basically what it boils down to. But I, I but yeah, you have the right the right to choose whether to proceed in a you know with the relationship with someone that is choosing to continue to have their ex in their life. So you have the right to choose that. And it's okay to say this doesn't feel good or safe to me. Yes, please do. Because at the end of the day, people are going to try to do, people are going to do them whether you try to control them or not. So mm-hmm. you better off just cutting it off. You know what I'm saying? Because, because you, you respect the people that are transparent with you. Be like, hey, I did have an ex around. So, mm-hmm. but if that's the case, then just cut them off. Don't be trying to control them because you're going to stress yourself out. Ain't going to stress them out and then you're going to burn a bridge. Now, jumping to another thing dealing with relationships, why it seem like some people value being a side person? Ooh. Yeah. From my understanding, it's because they, because some people really don't want the commitment of being in a, in a relationship. They don't want that responsibility. It's, it's a lot of responsibility to be in a relationship. If you're going to be a fully invested person and want a, want to be a contributing partner, an invested partner, it's a lot of work. It, it's a lot of work because you're, you're trying to make sure that you're available if the person needs you, if and when the person needs you, you want to um, be committed in the relationship. Sometimes people don't want that commitment factor. There's a lot of things that go into that. You have to be available. You have to be present. You have to do the work. Meaning if you have some open wounds, you have to heal those wounds. And sometimes you have to be patient with the other person while they're healing their wounds or while they're learning or where you guys are growing because people don't necessarily grow in the same way together. Sometimes there's twists and turns there. And so in a relationship, you have to be able to hold on for that ride sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. yes. So if, if you don't have that commitment and you're not committed to that person, you can do what you want to do. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to answer to them. You don't have to answer the call if you don't want to. You don't have to worry about it if it's an emergency. Yeah. You can stay out as late as you want. 
it, it, you know, you could do whatever you want. You can entertain as many people as you want. Listen. You can go out of town without telling the other person if you want to. That's real. That's definitely real. Um, if you're going to do that, then people just stay single. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying to be. And I look at people that value being a side person. I'm like, do you not value yourself? You sitting here just bragging like, oh, I'm the, I'm the side person or, oh, I'm the, I'm the side, side nigga or the side bitch. And yeah, I just took your man. I'm like, you do that, but you understand that there's a chance that this person could do the same thing to you, but you're sitting here glorifying it. I'm like, that tells me you don't really love yourself if you're just okay with being the side person. If you're going to do that, get somebody else along them same lines. Stop ruining happy homes. Okay. I get what what you were asking now. Why would would you be in a relationship with a side person and commit to that person and be with only that person? Low (laughs) self-esteem. Either it's low self-esteem or you're getting something financially out of that or something else. You're getting something out of it. It depends on how that dynamic works. Because that could work in multiple ways. Either you could be the side person, but you're not really the side person. It's like a polygamous type situation. And you're getting just the same, just the same amount as the spouse is or something, I guess. Or you're not getting anything out of it. You're not getting half of what the other person is getting, but you accepted that little bit that the person is giving you for I guess you have low self-esteem there's something there you feel like you don't deserve it or maybe you just don't have the time to commit to a full relationship with someone now if that's the case maybe find somebody else that doesn't that doesn't have a whole lot of time like you do instead of I, I, you know what? I can't answer that situation. <laughs> I've only been in that situation one time and I was in college in that situation. Would I ever do that again? Hell no. Agreed. Hell no. Agreed. <laughs> Hell no. And it wasn't, and I wasn't in a committed thing. It wasn't committed. It, that's another story you have to listen to the show because I shared on the show. <laughs> like, and like I said, uh, it, went, it happened to me too when I was in college too. But would, it, would I do it again? No. If a person tells you they're in a relationship, Hey, stay away from me. You good. You know what I'm saying? But last yeah. time, I remember, I think I remember talking to my own former coach about my situation as well and how, like, it was like, it was a long, one of the long episodes ago. So I would never agree to be a side person ever again because no. it's awkward. It's even awkward me, the main person, inadvertently. I'm like, seriously. And that's whether you find out before or after you get into the the situation if you find out after even though it's, it's not going to feel good and you're going to miss that person still put yourself first because it benefits you more in the long run so that was my situation i found out after and i was like but i really like him though oh my goodness uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, and even and even my situation, the person broke up with the main person. And I was like, you know what? I think I dodged a bullet here because the same way you'll cheat on cheat on him, you'll cheat on me. So yeah. Or or if if that's just gonna be the case, you just might as well get you an open relationship and call it a day, you know what I'm saying? 